It's morning time. It's morning time. I got to see if this is working. Let's see. It is. It says it is. All right, we got it. Good morning. Happy hump day. I figured I would be here to say hello and see what's happening in the news. I haven't been live in a while. I hope you can hear me. Sound check, sound check. Am I good? Are we good? Are we good? Sound check. We got our coffee, guys. Are you ready? We better have some coffee. Hello, Talking Donkey. Hello, Tom Leach. Nice to see ya. All right, let's get into this because I just picked some news to talk about, <coughs> which is frightening. Are you ready? Are you ready to be scared? I feel like we should be. I feel like I should be a lot more scared than I am every single day, but too busy, too busy having fun. Iran surpassed its limit on stockpiled enriched uranium. Uh-oh, here's what can happen next. You can't even see it, can you? I'll link it. I'll link it so that y'all know what I'm talking about. Holy crap, look who it is. It's Lance. What am I doing? Uh, I just woke up to go to work. Okay, and uh, I was going to record, and then I thought, you know what, I'll just look at the news and talk some shit, because that's what I do. How long have you fucking been here that you don't know that yet? What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? That's the question. What the fuck are you doing? Give me a break. Well, Facebook just announced to change their policies where you can't advocate violence against people. Unless they are on their list of wrong thinkers. Oh, is that the, is that like the Twitter thing? Oh, I gotta find the Twitter thing. Let's talk about the Twitter thing. Twitter.com slash blog. A healthier Twitter. Progress and more to do. Oh boy. Tuesday, July 9th, updating our rules against hateful conduct. Oh, for fuck's sake. Y'all ready for this? This is going to be pretty gay, too. <laughs> Thanks, Lancey. I know. I know. I'm just being rude because it's what I'm best at. Trump refuses. That's so funny. I actually have that open, Paul. Somewhere here. Okay, anyways, let me read this Twitter thing, okay? Let's read this Twitter thing. We create our rules to keep people safe on Twitter, and they continuously evolve to reflect the realities of the world we operate within. Our primary focus is on addressing the risks of online harm. Oh, sorry. Of offline harm, and research shows that dehumanizing language increases that risk. I mean, this is like a video game thing, right? Like, oh, video games make kids more angry, blah, blah, blah. No, it doesn't. It actually assuages the need for violence because they can exercise that, the, vi the violent tendencies in their video games. So if you get to just say shit, which is kind of the entire point of free speech, it's supposed to assuage you from any of the violent stuff because you should be able to tell someone you want to choke them the fuck out without choking them the fuck out, right? Duh. As a result, after months of conversations and feedback from the public, meaning months of their own conversations, no feedback from the public, because I'm pretty sure Joe Dorsey and his spicy little Indian friend ate a lot of shit after the Rogan experience because they lied. Um, they just made this shit up and they're saying public. I don't believe they addressed anybody. External experts and our own teams were expanding our rules against hateful conduct to include language that dehumanizes others on the basis of religion. So what about dehumanizing language that's dehumanizing due to the religious belief in question? I mean, I'm pretty sure Islam isn't nice to non-believers, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? I mean... 
How far back must we go? My recycle bin is full of something, and now it's empty. This is stupid. All right. Starting today, we will require tweets like these to be removed from Twitter when they're reported to us. So, here are examples of some of the tweets. We need to exterminate the rats. The religious group are disgusting. Religious group are viruses. They are making this country sick. Hey, what a shock. Twitter doesn't like facts. <laughs> Religious group should be punished. We are not doing enough to rid us of those filthy animals. We don't want more religious group in this country. Enough is enough with these maggots. <laughs> if reported, tweets that break this rule sent before today will need to be deleted, but will not directly result in any account suspensions because they were tweeted before the rule was set. Why start with religious groups? Last year, we asked for feedback to ensure we considered a wide range of perspectives and to hear directly from the different communities, different communities and cultures who use Twitter around the globe. In two weeks, we received more than 8,000 responses from people located in more than 30 countries. AKA bitches. Some of the most consistent feedback we received included clearer language. Across languages, people believe the proposed change could be improved by providing more details, examples of violations, and explanations for when and how context is considered. We incorporated this feedback when refining this rule and also made sure that we provided additional detail and clarity across all our rules. See, that's the thing. Y'all think there's clarity. But where exactly is the clarity? Because I didn't see no clarity. Whoa. I see no clarity. This is stupid. Exactly, Lance. Exactly. <laughs> Those be the countries. Let's see. Clarity across all our rules. All right. And that's, and that's in orange. And I click that. <clears throat> so I'm going to read that next, but because Twitter, 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 narrow down what's considered. Respondents said that identifiable gr groups was too broad and they should be allowed to engage with political groups, hate groups and other non-marginalized groups with this type of language. Many people wanted to call out hate groups in any way, anytime without fear. What the fuck, dude? So you want to be able to call out the hate groups oh no i did not know that because you know what chris i'm not even discord isn't even open so i think it's um it's probably because when i when i turn on obs i think it must automatically put me into gamer mode and stick me in there so sorry okay let's see Narrow down what's considered. Respondents said that identifiable groups was too broad and they should be allowed to engage with political groups, hate groups, and other non-marginalized groups with this type of language. Many people wanted to call out hate groups in any way, anytime, without fear. In other instances, people wanted to be able to refer to fans, friends, and followers in endearing terms, such as kittens and monsters. Okay. Consistent enforcement. Many people raised concerns about our ability to enforce our rules fairly and consistently. I wonder why. So we developed a longer, more in-depth training pr process with our teams to make sure they were better informed when reviewing reports. For this update, it was especially important to spend time reviewing examples of what could potentially go against this rule due to the shift we outlined earlier. Okay. Through this feedback, oh my God, sensitivity training? Is that what you're fucking telling me? Ugh. Through this feedback and our discussions with outside experts, we also confirm that there are additional factors we need to be we need to better understand and be able to address before we expand this rule to address language directed at other protected groups, including how do we protect conversations people have within marginalized groups, including those using reclaimed terminology? This is why policing language doesn't fucking work. Do you not understand this? People are going to replace what you now consider offensive words with benign words. I mean, I could start calling Allahu Akbar's chairs if I wanted to. 
You know what I mean? These goddamn chairs. Get these goddamn chairs out of here. Nobody wants to sit on that chair during musical chairs. Everybody's trying to avoid that fucking chair because it smells like Arab. Oops, did I just make a rude joke? <laughs> That's why I'm banned off Twitter. Oh my god, don't make fun of everybody. Don't make fun of anybody. There are protected groups. <laughs> Whatever. How do we sure that our range of enforcement actions take context fully into account? <laughs> Reflect the severity of violations that are necessary, necessary and proportionate. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. I agree. Chris is pretty awesome. You guys loved his intro, right? You guys see his intro? Chris got that. It's true, right? It's true. It's true, right? Chris got that. How can or should we factor in considerations as to whether a given protected group has been historically marginalized and or is currently being targeted into our evaluation of severity or harm? This is so stupid. This is so stupid. So all the people that we should, that should be curated by the external world, you know, the Islamists, the crazy people, the people who have such fucked up ideas and backwards views, the people who should be curated by the external reality are being protected by these social media platforms because they think they're everybody's fucking parent and need to run around and treat everybody like they're freaking kids. No wonder these people are so weak. No wonder. And you know what? If they do have some creepy-ass agenda that they're trying to run, if they are trying to gain any kind of political power for real, guess what, Twitter? You're helping, okay? Let's just say there's a plot for world domination. You are shielding the worst people and allowing them to continue their clandestine plans to do that. And they're going to fucking blow you up too, dude. You know that, right? You know they don't care, right? We're getting a little ridiculous. I'm in conspiracy, in the realm of conspiracy right now. Oh, dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> um, I would recommend, actually, and I should do this too, that you go to the Teespring link and get yourself a what mug because it's pretty cute. I need one too. I'm actually waiting for, like, a really important mug right now in the mail. And once I get that, I think that's going to be my new show mug. Hopefully it's not too small. But anyway, let's finish this and then we'll go look at the rules because I want to see what these people say. Okay. We'll continue to build Twitter for the global community it serves and ensure your voices help shape our rules, product, and how we work. It is such a lie, though. As we look to expand the scope of this change, we'll update you on what we learn and how we address it within our rules. We'll also continue to provide regular updates on all of the other work we're doing to make Twitter a safer place for everyone. Dollar dollar bills, y'all! Thank you! <laughs> so cute! <laughs> hey, I see a tails! I see a tails! I see tails! Chris got that. Bam, 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 bam. That intro is so awesome, by the way. It's because Chris is really that cool. He might even be cooler, but I don't like to admit it to him. So he's like, okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. So that was updating our rules against hateful conduct. That was posted yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, okay? Making our rules easier to understand. I'm ready, for this. I'm ready for this stupid shit. Just remember one thing. Just remember that during that interview with Joe Rogan and the spicy Indian chick, I don't remember her name. I just, I, I, there was something about her I liked though. Um, the thing they have, they said a few times is that the usage and access to social media is a human right. Okay. So what's interesting about that is they say that, yet how many people's human rights have they taken away? by deplatforming them or removing them because of an opinion they did not like or that did not align with their fucking ethos. Quite a few. And it's actually 
really not that weird that people were really ticked off about that interview because he did lie. You know, you can't tell people Twitter is a human right and then go and take away people's rights. Like, it's, what are you doing? You're getting yourself in trouble. You probably should not have said that because there are people who got removed off Twitter for such stupid-ass reasons. You're fucking with my human rights, dog. You're fucking with my human rights. Give me a break. All right, let's do this. Making our rules easier to understand. I never read any of the Twitter shit. I'm never surprised by it, but why not, right? It's good to see what they're saying. In it, man. Our rules exist to help keep everyone using Twitter safe and ensure they can participate freely in the public conversation. Lie, number one. Over time, we've added new rules and updated existing ones, but these changes eventually made our rules confusing and difficult to understand. Really? Is it the changes or is it because your rules are, I don't know, kind of contradictory, kind of stupid, don't match up with your actions, you know? So today, we're refreshing our rules. Oh, also favor one side over the other. Let's not forget that. So today, we're refreshing our rules with simple, clear language and reorganizing them into high-level categories, such as safety, privacy, and authenticity. We've also added detail around other policies, including election integrity, platform manipulation, and spam. Okay, this is so weird. Election integrity? Why the fuck do y'all care? I mean, nothing that's happening should even be intersecting with the election, except for conversations. That's it. The only thing that should be happening regarding elections is conversations and Twitter polls, I guess, if you want to see what's happening. But really? We've gone from about 2,500 words to under 600. In 280 characters or less, each rule clearly describes exactly what is not allowed on Twitter. New categories, safety, privacy, and authenticity mean our rules are organized thematically so you can find the information you're looking for more quickly. We're refreshing rule pages to have more information, oh my god, shut up, including examples, step-by-step -step instructions, and how, about how to report and details on what happens when we take action. We'll continue to make updates, but you can see some of the new pages here. Private information, sensitive media, terrorism and violent extremism private information policy overview march 2019 you may not publish or post other people's private information without their express authorization and permission so no doxing fucking duh thanks bro we also prohibit threatening to expose private information or incentivizing others to do so yeah that's not cool that's not cool. Hey, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the idea that it's like people are not allowed to fucking make mistakes anymore or do something that's a little bit distasteful without a mob showing up at their house and trying to fuck with them, mess with their job. I don't know. All these kinds of things. I mean, anybody who's doing that has a fucking problem to begin with. You shouldn't be putting out anyone's shit like that. It's just not okay. Over what? Over what? They did something you didn't like? You've probably done a million things other people don't like. Would you like people showing up at your house? Of course not. Like the, one of the examples I think of, it's kind of an old one, but there was a dentist who had gone, I think somewhere in Africa and killed a lion. And there was a picture of him posted on the internet and went viral. And then a bunch of people showed up at his fucking house and that's not okay. You know, people don't like Tucker Carlson. They showed up at his house. They broke down the door. They went inside. His wife and kids were home. That kind of shit is obviously not okay. And anybody who's engaging in that, dude, you should be arrested. That's breaking and entering. Okay, what type of information is being shared? Uh, we consider this because certain types of private information carry higher risks than others. Okay. Who is sharing the information? We also consider who is sharing the reported information and whether or not they have the consent of the person it belongs to. We do this because we know that there are times when people may want some forms of their personal information to be shared publicly. So then if they're sharing it, that should be fine, right? 
I mean, what is in violation of this policy? Under this policy, you can't share the following types of private information without the permission of the person who it belongs to. Home address, physical location info, street, including street address, GPS coordinates, or other identifying information related to locations. Kate, identity documents, including government-issued IDs and social security or other national identity numbers. Kate. Contact information, financial account information, other private information, including biometric data or medical records. The following behaviors are also not permitted. Threatening to publicly expose someone's private information. Sharing information that would enable individuals to hack or gain access to someone's private information without their consent. Sharing signing credentials for online banking services. Asking for, first of all, who the fuck is anybody giving their banking credentials? Why? If you're giving somebody your banking information, you're just stupid. I trust my friends to death, but I would still never give that information over the internet. Give me a break. Asking for or offering a bounty or financial reward in exchange for posting someone's private information. Fucking rude. Asking for a bounty or financial reward in exchange for not posting someone's... Okay. What is not a violation of this policy? Holy crap. Name, people sharing their own private information, sharing info that is publicly available elsewhere in a non-abusive manner, and sharing info, wait a minute. So if it's publicly available, and you share it, and it's because you're like, meh, then you're in trouble? I mean, if it's publicly available, period, it shouldn't be a problem. It's publicly available, the person who wants to be abusive to the person whose stuff is publicly available can just go look for it. Twitter? What the fuck? This makes no sense. Okay, sharing information that we don't consider to be private, including name, birth date or age, place of education or employment, location information related to commercial property or places of business, descriptions of physical appearance, gossip, rumors, accusations, and allegations. Oh, that's not a violation of the policy. Cool. Screenshots of text messages or messages from other platforms unless they contain private information. Duh. All right. Well, there's that. Let's see. What is sensitive media? Are we ready? Sensitive media policy. This is as of March 2019. You may not post media that is excessively gory or share violent or adult content within live video or in profile or header images. Media depicting sexual violence and or assault is also not permitted. People use Twitter to show what's happening in the world, often sharing images and videos as part of the conversation. Sometimes this media can depict sensitive topics, including violent and adult content. I mean, if you put your fucking age... Dude, there is porn on Twitter. There is porn on Twitter. So you obviously have to enter your age. And the thing about that is anybody can lie about their age, right? But there's porn. It just can't be violent. But it says adult content within live video. Oh my god, you know how many girls I've seen get DP'd on my feed? Give me a break, Twitter. You are so retarded. Because you used to be cool, you know? Give me some coffee before I start getting shrill this morning. Um, okay, we recognize that some people may not want to be exposed to sensitive content. So why don't you have a... You do actually have a selection in your own profile to display or not display sensitive content. And you can't depend on everybody to mark their content as sensitive, right? So, I mean, that should be up to the user, not you. Why are you trying to curate what I can and can't see? Just add the options into your platform, dude. This is the internet, by the way. Twitter is not the only place in existence. Just FYI. It's weird how they act like that. Like, you can go anywhere and look at anything that you want. The only thing you can't really do that Twitter has a problem with is share it. And sometimes you can even share it. And that's going to happen. So just add the sensitive fucking thing to the thing. What the fuck? Hey. But I also think that people need to learn to be a little bit more responsible with the shit that they're looking at, too. Maybe that's just me. 
maybe that's just me. I mean, like, if you don't want to see fucked up shit, don't look. Why do you need mommy and daddy Jack Dorsey to fucking take care of your shit and tell you what you can and can't see? I think it's so stupid. We recognize that some people may not want to be exposed to sensitive content, which is why we balance allowing people to share this type of media with helping people who want to avoid it to do so. For this reason, you can't include violent, hateful, or adult content within areas that are highly visible on Twitter. What? What the fuck does it matter? Twitter itself is highly visible. This is stupid. Including in-live video, profile, or header images. Header images, period. If you share this content within tweets, you need to mark your account as sensitive. Doing so places images and videos behind an interstitial or warning message that needs to be acknowledged before your media can be viewed. Using this feature means that people who don't want to see sensitive media can avoid it or make an informed decision before they choose to view it. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm a bit of a, a cunt about this, but I still am of the belief that, dude, you're on the internet. Twitter's not the only place you're going to see crazy shit and you need to just be able to deal with it and not have a fucking panic anxiety attack. You know what I'm saying? We group sensitive media content into the following categories. Graphic violence is any media that depicts death, violence, medical procedures, or serious physical injury in graphic detail. Some examples include, but are not limited to, depictions of violent crimes or accidents, physical fights, physical child abuse, bodily fluids, including blood, feces, semen, serious physical harm, including visible wounds, and severely injured or mutilated animals. So, I'm guessing this is probably why Reddit is way more popular than Twitter, because Reddit is just like a free-for-all, and it's getting a little bit tight on certain things, too. Some of their mods are out of control, you guys, I tell you. But there's a lot of crazy shit on Reddit. All right, let's see. Adult content is any consensually produced and distributed media that is pornographic or intended to cause sexual arousal. Intended to cause sexual arousal. What if really fucked up violence causes me sexual arousal? (laughs) So... (laughs) Some examples include, but are not limited to, depictions of full or partial nudity, including close-ups of genitals, buttocks or breasts, excluding content related to breastfeeding. (laughs) Simulated sexual acts. Sexual intercourse or other sexual acts. This also applies to cartoons, hentai, or anime involving humans or depictions of animals with human-like features. Note, exceptions may be made for artistic, medical, health, or educational content. Okay. Violent sexual conduct is any media that depicts violence, whether real or simulated, in association with sexual acts. Rape and other forms of violent sexual assault are not cool. Sexualized violence inflicting physical harm on an individual with an intimate setting, within an intimate setting where it is not immediately obvious if those involved have consented to take part. Gratuitous gore is also not okay. Dismembered or mutilated humans, charred or burned human remains. Dude, so no history stuff? Because there's some pretty crazy history shit. And there's some pretty cool reenactments of some of this stuff. Animal torture or killing. Well, I guess you got them, vegans. Hateful imagery. Oh, here we go. Symbols historically associated with hate groups, e.g. the Nazi swastika. Okay, so I'm just going to talk about the swastika for a moment, okay? Let's talk about that flag. The Nazi flag, the symbolism, you know what was really well designed back in the 30s and the 40s? Nazi uniforms, the Nazi flag. I don't care how much you hate them, okay? They were fucking fashion forward, okay? That flag is very nice. The red, the black, the white. The colors are really good. That little symbol they took and just turned it a little to the side. Just a slight degree of a turn. It's pretty nice. Um, I think the idea of trying to eliminate any symbology from history or anything from history 
is stupid. We should be aware of our history. We should be familiar with the symbols and all of the 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 flags and everything that was a part of that history because we have a rich history, you know? Europe has a very rich history and it's stupid to say, well, you just can't post swastikas. So I'm not allowed to like it. I'm not even allowed to like it because it it was part of a hate group, which by the way, doesn't really exist anymore. What the hell, man? People take symbols and change them all the time. And this this is stupid. This is like a this is a fucking fear response. No, we need to hide it. We need to conceal these things. We need to pretend they didn't exist. Like people don't know about them. Younger kids shouldn't know about it. Yeah, and then what do they do? They have their little revisionist history parties. And they lie about what happened and it's all a fucking mess. And then we're over here like, look, I know we're old and you don't want to listen to us, but this is a big part of our history. And really, it's just a symbol. It's like words. How much power are you going to give a word to fuck your day? Really, though, how much power are you going to give a symbol that was popular ages ago to fuck your day in that way? as hateful. It's not hateful just because it was part of a hate group, I don't think. I don't think appreciating something is a hateful act. But maybe I'm a bit too airy-fairy about this. Maybe my mind is incorrect. Maybe, Maybe I'm just a little too loose about the fact that I'm not really bothered by the symbology from back in the day. What about the fucking all the communism shit images depicting others as less than human again so that shit comes from places like islam okay images altered to include hateful symbols or references to a mass murder that targeted a protected category e.g manipulating images of individuals to include yellow star of david badges in reference to the holocaust men like these people just want to squash any kind of levity at all like you can't make fun of things you can't even show the symbol this is like um Ald- not aldous huxley what's that guy's name that i'm thinking of oh not aldous huxley i can't remember his name right now but he wrote about this he wrote that book he wrote 1984 somebody help me who wrote 1984 again? 1984, Animal House, right? Hi, Jamie. Good morning. Somebody will help me. I forget. I'm not going to look it up right now. Yes, George Orwell. Correct. There you go. Thank you, guys. Animal Farm. Is that what I said? I might have said the wrong thing. My apologies, guys. It is quarter to 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Such a potato, potato, potato. Yeah, it's very Orwellian, this kind of shit, you know? Like, I just feel like the more you try to hide it, the more, like, the stronger it becomes. You're giving it this weird power while it's just doing nothing. It's just a part of history. So let it be a part of history and let's just be aware. And what is wrong with that? Look, I just admitted I love that swastika. That symbol is very nice, okay? It's not even originally a Nazi symbol. They took it from the Hindus or the Buddhists, one of those, and they just turned it around and took the dots away. Give me a fucking break, yo. What is a violation of this policy? I don't know. Twitter, tell me. Tell me about how much lamer you're going to get. <clears throat> yeah, Huxelian. Huxelian. You can't target people with unsolicited images or videos that contain graphic violence, adult content, or hateful imagery. And you can't include graphic violence, adult content, or hateful imagery within live video profile or header images. You are so silly. Terrorism and violent extremism. That's the third. There's, so there's three new pages. These are the rule pages. The first one was private information. The second one was sensitive media. And now we're looking at terrorism and violent extremism. But from which end, you know? Terrorism and violent extremism policy. 
Hey, Sean, good morning. Have a good day. There's no place on Twitter for terrorist organizations or violent extremist groups and individuals who affiliate with and promote their illicit activities. Oh, is that so, Twitter? Really? There's no room for people who are affiliated with a terroristic group? Suck my asshole. You're such a fucking liar. The violence that these groups engage in and or promote jeopardizes the physical safety and well-being of those targets. Our assessments in this context are informed by national and international terrorism designations. We also assess organizations under our violent extremist group criteria. So if you're a neo-Nazi white supremacist, supremacist, you better watch out. Okay? 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 Violent extremist groups are those that meet all of the below criteria, identify through their stated purpose, publications, or actions as an extremist group, have engaged in or currently engage in violence and or the promotion of violence as a means to further their cause, and target civilians in their acts and or promotion of violence. We examine a group's activities, both on and off Twitter, to determine whether they engage and or promote violence against civilians to advance a political, religious, and or social cause. Yeah, that doesn't sound like Islam at all, does it? Under this policy, you can't affiliate with, you can't affiliate with. Remember that language because it's obviously bullshit. You can't affiliate with and promote the illicit activities of a terrorist organization or violent extremist group. Examples of the types of content that violate this policy include but are not limited to Engaging in or promoting acts on behalf of a terrorist organization or violent extremist group. So what about all these imams that get on Twitter? They're going to be kicked off? They're going to have their human right taken away? Recruiting for a terrorist organization or violent extremist group. Providing or distributing services, e.g. financial media propaganda, to further a terrorist organization's or violent extremist group's stated goals and using the insignia or symbols of terrorist organizations or violent extremist groups to promote them. Hmm. Well then. I mean, can't say that I'm incredibly impressed. Let's see. Where was I? Uh-oh, I closed the thing that I didn't want to close. I guess I better find it. History. I retarded. I so fucking retarded. I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. What comes next? Everyone who uses Twitter should be able to easily understand what is and is not allowed on the service. Oh, really? As part of our continued push towards more transparency across every aspect of Twitter, we're working to make sure every rule has its own help page with more detailed information and relevant resources with abuse and harassment, hateful conduct, suicide or self-harm, and copyright being next on our list to update. Our focus remains on keeping everyone safe and supporting a healthier public conversation on Twitter. No. Don't lie to me. Don't lie. You lie to me, big boy. No lie. You lie. You tell me. You tell me this. You tell me keeping everyone safe and supporting a healthier public conversation. What you're really saying to me is we're only going to let people use the platform who are conversing and engaging in a way that we are comfortable with so that we actually have to deal with less problems. That's why you just kick people off your fucking platform. Don't lie to me. I am not stupid, okay? I don't appreciate this bullshit. Fucking Twitter. I mean, I shouldn't be that upset. Because, uh, I am not fucking using the Twitter anymore. Let's see, is there anything else? Let's go to the blog. Is there anything else? Insights. Nope. The secret. Nope. Don't care about any of that shit. Well, there you have it, folks. Information operations on Twitter, principles, process, and disclosure. The Twitter neighbor in us turns four. 6.2 million tweets on EU elections as voters turn to Twitter for conversation. Night, Lancy. Have a good fab. Okay, bye. Strengthening our approach to deliberate attempts to mislead voters. See, this stuff starts getting a little bit touchy when Twitter gets to say, hey, 
this is how voters are being misled and we are the authority to say that. I think people are trying to have a conversation about these things and Twitter is interfering. I feel like these social media platforms interfere and they want to try and control these things. Here's what's really scary about things like Facebook, Twitter, all these social media platforms, okay? These are huge engines of social manufacturing. They're cultural, they're manufacturing things culturally on such a grand scale because everybody uses these platforms. They're cultural and social engineering platforms. They're engines for these things. The things that matter most to people are what people are talking about on their social media, the things people have the most opinions about. They're using social media as a conduit to to funnel that emotion and that opinion and to get into discussions and blah, blah, blah. And people need to be able to do that on their own terms. Now what's happening is these platforms are coming in and they're starting to control the dissemination of information and that's really scary. I mean, I get it. There's an overwhelming amount of information out there. Not everybody can handle it. It makes sense to curate your information and have an algorithm that looks at what you're looking at to provide you stuff, maybe. But the idea, if it is true, of any information being blocked out or you being prevented from seeing it is obviously not good. I don't think... That there should even be algorithms necessarily for articles and stuff. Maybe for YouTube videos to give you recommendeds, but I don't know if you've noticed, those really, really suck lately. Really badly. Um, I don't like the idea of Twitter or Facebook that operate outside of the United States that are not adhering to at least the First Amendment. I think that's an important one. I don't like how they get to make their own rules. And I understand these are private companies and blah, blah, blah. But when they have such a huge stake in the, the development and the, and the changing of culture, I think it's important to take another look at the rules that these platforms operate within. You know, these are, these are huge, again, um engines of social and cultural engineering they make huge changes because a lot of people access them and I don't think it should be taken lightly the way that they're behaving but that's just me you know I guess that's just me I think that these are a lot more they're a lot more powerful than we give them credit and um they should be taken seriously I mean they could be used for a lot of good And I feel like right now they're not being used for a lot of good. And it's not good as a citizen to feel like you don't have a voice because that's what's going to piss a lot of people off. And that's what's going to cause a lot of problem. And then you're going to have some crazy person showing up at Twitter's headquarters and shooting up the place. Because you didn't let them talk or because you shut their account down. Because there are people that are that crazy. Just let them say the crazy shit. If they're not going to shoot anybody, if it's going to prevent them from doing that, let them do it. Let them. In my world, you should be able to say whatever the fuck you want to say. Unless you're not inciting violence, and if you're not engaging in violence, there shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Jay. That crazy YouTuber chick. How that nigga was crazy crazy girl and people are going to feel like they need to engage in more drastic measures if they're not given the freedom to speak speak free speech is everything being able to say what's on your mind is everything i feel like if i didn't get to say some of the stupid shit that i said i probably would have killed someone by now you kidding me you know how crazy my life's been i probably would have but I get to sit here and I get to say things and that helps. When I get angry and I feel like I want to kill someone and I get to say that, I'm not going to do that. I have no interest in actually killing somebody, but I'm expressing a level of frustration that is present within me. Enough frustration that makes me want to say that and do that. That is the difference between saying something and doing it. I don't hate people enough to actually kill them. But I certainly feel like I want to sometimes. (laughs) Okay. Check this out. 
I'll read this and then I'll go because this is crazy. Woman admits to killing husband with dagger during foreplay. Aw, don't they sound like a happy couple? Yeah, it is cathartic. That's correct. It is definitely cathartic. I think it helps to be able to say what's on your mind. Not always. Sometimes it's better to keep your mouth shut, but that's something that I have given up on ages ago, and that's okay with me. All right. Huntington, West Virginia. Of course this is in the States. It was it was CTV, so I figured maybe it was Canadian, but all the crazies are in the States. A West Virginia woman has admitted to fatally stabbing her husband in the back with a 14-inch decorative dagger while the two were roughhousing as a part of sexual foreplay. The Huntington Herald-Dispatch reports 49-year-old Jennifer Lynn Via was sentenced Monday to 15 years in prison for voluntary manslaughter in the 2017 death of Thomas Via, who was stabbed in the heart. Dude, what kind of foreplay are you guys engaging in if you're stabbing your husband in the heart? I think she meant to do that. <laughs> Via sentence may be reduced at a hearing next month. (laughs) Via was initially charged with first-degree murder after telling authorities a range of inconsistent stories, including one in which her husband slipped on water and fell into the dagger. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh my god, he slipped and he fell on the dagger. Heart first. <clears throat> Defense attorney Carrie Nestle said the couple had watched kung fu movies and it led to foreplay that involved getting violent and playing with weapons. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> this is hilarious. Germany's Merkel seen shaking for third time in a month. Guys, news people, mysteriously shaking. Do you know how stressful it probably is to be a world leader to any capacity? It's probably really stressful. I mean, do you remember how quickly Obama grayed? I mean, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. He looked great, Silver Fox and all. But, like, that job is stressful. I don't think anybody is supposed to do that. And just the just the perception that you're taking care of that many people, you're not really. It's not all about the one person, right? They have like a council of people around them. They have different organizations that are responsible for different things because you know why? A country's meanderings are far too much for one person to deal with. It's not that surprising that people resign and get stressed out. It's not surprising that Hillary Clinton got pneumonia during her campaign run. It's not surprising. None of these things are surprising. (coughs) None of these things are surprising, okay? These people are getting old. They're dealing with stress that we could not even imagine, Okay, the pressure these people are under, I mean, even though there are world leaders that I do not like, okay, um, you have to feel compassion for just the amount of shit that they're dealing with. And you know what's really funny? Like, all of us get on the internet and we're like, they should have done this and they should have done that. You have no idea how you would behave under that kind of pressure. And there's a reason you're not a world leader and I'm not a world leader, It's because we don't have the drive to get to these positions, and these people do. And then they quickly realize that they're not cut out for it. The only person who makes us look cool right now is Trump. (laughs) That's because he doesn't give a fuck, though. (laughs) I don't know. I wonder. Yo, he's like on Air Force One eating McDonald's, so he can't be that stressed out, right? (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. They should be able to handle the pressure if they put themselves in that position of responsibility. Okay, Taz, they should be able to. But that's not how it works, clearly. I don't think this is a psychologically stabilizing position to put yourselves in. And I don't know why we even make ourselves think that we need a figurehead of some sort. I think it just makes us feel comforted or something. Um, Also... I don't think anybody is actually prepared for the pressure. I think you can imagine the pressure all you like. You can play the scenarios out. You can think of the most difficult things. And until you're in that position, you have no idea 
what it's like. It doesn't matter how much you prepare. It's like going for war. You can get all the necessary training. You can get everything that you need. But once you're in that battlefield and once you're dealing with situations on the ground and real life shit, there's no way to just turn off whatever happens on the inside in reaction to the levels of stress that you're just not, you're not built to deal with a sustained level of stress like that. And cumulative stress is a killer. It fucks your immune system. It'll have you making bad decisions. It's just really bad. And it continues, you know? Oh, I like that. Responsibility is with the uninformed electorate. That's what is so scary to you. So there was one thing that um, Dan Carlin had said, and I'll leave on this. And that was... It was about democracy, and he said, democracy is a great idea, but if your electorate is not educated, it doesn't work like it's supposed to. It doesn't work like it's supposed to, and we're kind of seeing that now, aren't we? We're seeing how how being uninformed can really destroy and polarize a country because the decisions that are being made and the reasons that people are voting are generally emotional ones. Not many people are actually taking a look at the policies. Many people are also just voting for the figurehead and what the figurehead looks like and what they think he represents or what she represents. And it's a very deceptive game, this politics stuff. So what kind of position are people put in? A shitty one. And then the, the, the problem with freedom, freedom is awesome, but it comes at a great cost. Freedom is awesome, but it comes at a great cost. It means that people can choose not to be educated and people can choose not to care to the levels that are required in order to run a democracy in a way that is beneficial to everybody and for the long run. The more people that get involved in stuff, the more complicating shit gets. And um, there you go. I hope you have a great day today. (laughs) Hey guys, we're fucked. Cheers. But it's okay because we're all fucked together and I'm okay with that because you guys are great. Um, Happy hump day. I hope you have a great day today. Thanks for hanging out with me this morning. It's time for me to make breakfast. Um, There's going to be a little bit of delay in any thought casts. I will try to do one tomorrow morning, but I'm heading to the States on Friday for like eight days. 10 days. Hey, hey, Morton, what's up? Hi, Delane. Oh my god, people are showing up and I'm about to run now. Anyways, I will try my best. I have a couple of topics that I really want to flesh out and uh, I hope you'll be around. Anyways, thanks for joining me once again. Thanks for all the dollar dollar bills, y'all. Big kisses, big hugs. We'll chat soon. Bye. 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 Leave me alone. Go away. I need to eat some scrambled eggs.